At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, it's been a while, bud. Yeah, it's 10 days. Since we recorded? Eh, longer than that, right? Today is Monday. Our last recording was Tuesday of two weeks ago, so it's about 14. Yeah, there you go. Damn. It's crazy. It feels like a long time, but it's not. Right. Uh, for those that are new, we are the Buffalo Happy Hour. Uh, we appreciate any and all support. We are on all major podcast platforms. If you're new, please subscribe. Latest numbers as of two weeks ago were at like seventy six percent of viewers are not subscribed. So Derek's going to quickly pull up the numbers. And we got three eleven subs as of today, which is great. It is good. Yeah, which is great. So regarding any background noise, we apologize. It's super hot out today. We have a um, so we like have heat warning tomorrow. You yeah, see that? Yeah, and That's we weird. have three twelve. Look at that, bud. I think it's coming from the west that heat wave. But anyways, if you hear some background humming, it is just the air conditioning unit so that we don't start sweltering three minutes in because we put a lot of insulation into the studio so yeah. that's where we're at it went down we're at 73 people now 73 percent yeah 73 that's probably good. those couple people that just subscribed see there see? we go our complaining works yes so <laughs> again thank you and uh we have a couple big topics to discuss first and foremost derek and i took a small vacation and went up to maine vacation vacation Went up to Maine for my wedding, which was my second wedding to the same woman because I had to postpone, I don't know, there was a, a virus or something, I guess it impacted a, a couple people. So uh, we had to postpone a few times and then we're finally able to have the wedding. So thank you and Gina for coming. Absolutely, man. It Greatly was a great time. We, we had such a blast. We, the property was gorgeous. I mean, I can't believe that the day after... You guys got married. It was the 100-year anniversary of you guys having, well, Colleen's family having the property. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. It was gorgeous, too. I mean, right when you walk out, especially low tide, it was perfect. Like, you can walk across to another island, basically. Yeah, to the beach. Yeah. Which is nuts. And then the Atlantic is right there. So the whole experience was great. I'm glad everybody that came came and had how, a good time. How do you feel being officially married for the second time? So... I was fine after the first round of it. Um, I had a blast. However, like, legally we got married 10 months ago. 
in the state of New York, mm-hmm. which is great because then when we got to have the wedding in Maine, because for those that don't know, it was in Maine, it was better for. Oh, we need background lights, by the way, on your phone through the app because oh, yeah. apparently everything's high tech nowadays. The the whole process of getting married in Maine would have been a little more difficult just regarding paperwork and some of the admin tasks that many people don't even realize need to occur to get married. So having that completed was wonderful. And then after that, we did, let's see. Yeah, you mentioned the brunch and then we had a mini moon after that. So we were able to sit there until Thursday and just kind of decompress, enjoy the fact that we had our quote-unquote dream wedding with 92 people. So, so was, that was a planned mini-moon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was nice and uh, nice and quaint in regards to the attendees, but I'm glad you had fun. Absolutely. How was the food? Very good. I crushed my food. Yeah. Do you even remember it? Do you remember much of that night or no? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Was I was good. stone sober the whole day. Well, not even sober. It's just when you when you get married, I've heard that you don't really get a chance to experience it because you're too busy making sure everybody else is having a good time. Yeah. I, if there's any advice to anybody that listens that wants some advice in regards to conducting their wedding, having a day of planner changes everything because you're so stressed out leading up to it that it's just nice to kind of relieve yourself of all the duties and then someone else can take over and make sure that it's done. And for us, it was big because we met working in the wedding industry. Mm-hmm. So it was difficult for us to quote unquote let go more so me than her. But it was uh, fantastic yeah. having a day of coordinator. So what did you think of – so you went to Boston before Maine. Yeah. How was the driving situation in Boston where they built the city before roads existed Hell essentially? Yeah. So how was the public transport First aspect? of all, before we get away from the food, the appetizers were bomb. Oh, at Just the wedding? Saying, oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Your appetizers – you had what? Bacon-wrapped steak Scallops. filled with – bacon-wrapped beef filled with – Blue cheese or something like that. Yeah. So good. You had yep. bacon wrapped scallops. Yes. You had this little spoon that you can eat, which I didn't even know it was possible. That it, was fantastic. It was dude. an edible spoon corn it was cornbread and shaped in a spoon that was edible, obviously. And then there pulled was pulled pork. pork inside the spoon. It was really cool. So so happy that you uh, did that. Uh, a potato pancake yep. because we're Irish. And then there was a full raw bar full of lobster, clams, shrimp. And then there was like a, a cheese spread as well. The whole cocktail hour was yeah. insane food-wise. Awesome. Yeah, a lot of food. Yeah, there was fruit. Cool. It was good, but I'm glad. But yeah, so I love driving to Boston. I love Boston. I love the city. I love that all of the roads are underground because I think that that is the way of the future. So Wait, so everything in Boston's underground? For the most part, yeah. You're okay. driving underneath the city. So when you enter, like, the Boston area, I mean, there's streets above ground, obviously, but, like, the main highway is all underground. So when you're driving, like, if you need to get off at an exit, it's kind of challenging because you lose GPS service. And you're like, ah, <laughs> where do I get off? Uh, but it was – it's cool. I mean, I love it. Um, it. It's really not that challenging if you kind of just follow the signs, which you should be doing anyway. But – to me, it's just a great city. I got pulled into a street performance, which was exciting. Have you ever been pulled into a street performance? Have you ever been anywhere where there's street performers? Yeah. I've witnessed them, but I've never been pulled into one. I got pulled into two of them. Or, no, I'm sorry. I got singled out in two of them and pulled into one. 
I'm just this goony looking dude that's standing in the corner that kind of looks like security, but also looks like I'm a dad tourist, you know? Yeah. So they always see me because I'm basically towering over all the 22 year old girls that are watching because they're so excited, Instagram and everything. But the one dude, I was standing there and I had my hands crossed like this just because it's kind of comfy for me to stand like this. And he's like, come on, man, look like you're having fun. I'm like, dude, stop talking to me. Just do backflips or something. I don't know. But that first one was pretty cool. He he did like a Michael Jackson inspired dance. He started moonwalking, doing flips, doing robots. Did you ever think that about breakdance when you were younger or no? Choreographed dance, yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah, I've, I've taken a couple classes of it just because I find them what? amazingly fun. Oh, what, yeah. t- what type of classes? Like choreographed dance. I know, but like what type? Like what you would, like hip hop, basically, okay, like what hip-hop. you see in like music videos. Why'd you do that? I just, I love dancing, dude. When did you stop? Was this like last year or something? No. It was 2014, 15, 16 time frame. What? Yeah. Yeah. Can so, you do something like right here? No. Like, come on. We no, got, got, we got these good. cameras. I can zoom out, bro. I, you definitely can, but we will <laughs> not have to. So, but yeah, actually, a, a guy I went to school with is I'm shocked. relatively famous. Um, he owns his own dance studio out in LA, but he started dancing in Buffalo, graduated uh, with my sister in high school, and then he's been dancing his whole life. So he was a backup dancer at a Super Bowl. Um, hmm. He's yeah, so he's awesome. Who so is the actual singer that he was the dancer to? Do you remember? For the Shakira, Shakira. No, I don't. I don't know if it was. No, I don't think it was Shakira. I can look it up on his IG. Yeah. It was years ago, but anyways, he's. He's been in a ton of music videos. Once he got to California, it just basically blew up, obviously, the opportunities for him. But, yeah, he's very well known here. So I reached out to him, and I was like, hey, I know you went to this location, um, which we should try to interview at some point. Mm -hmm. But I was like, do you recommend any other places as well? And then he basically just said, like, what are you trying to do? And I said, I just want to have fun and just, like, dance and just learn some stuff or whatever. I'm not – obviously, it's nothing serious, nowhere near what you've been doing. And he responded, like, he was super cool about it, really down to earth. He's like, definitely go here. They are, like, where I went. However, you're going to get a lot out of it. And I was like, all right, cool. So I did that. And then I have another buddy out in L.A. that does the same thing. That's fascinating that you did that. Yeah. Did you and Colleen do it together? You just wanted Mm -mm. to go on this journey by yourself. No, it it was just me. I mean, we, her and I started dating in November 2013. So it was right when we first started dating. And I was just kind of, I just loved to dance, dude. I mean, you know, you saw me at my wedding. I was soaked. That's wild. Well, Everybody was soaked, I think. It was so hot that day. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was also sober. I literally sweat yeah, everything out. I don't really. But that's fascinating that you took dance lessons, dude. I'm kind of impressed. Yeah. But well, yeah. They weren't necessarily like lessons. I just like jumped into the classes that they had. AKA lessons. Sure. I yeah. mean, it's not like someone was holding your hips and guiding you through the the salsa or whatever. Correct. But, it was, but yeah, they were yeah. like, hey, these are the steps. Like, we're going to rehearse these, and then we're going to go live. We're going to rehearse these next steps, and we're going to go live. And at the end of the class, you put the whole dance together, and, and then just, you got the whole <laughs> dance. <laughs> yeah. Just doing like – I mean, you were you were vibing on the dance floor. I always vibe on the dance yeah. floor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's <it's> lifestyle. <laughs> but, yeah. Did you and Colleen ever think about taking – actual dances for your first dance dude i tried so hard i was like it's our wedding like i really want to do i'm not saying like salsa stuff but right. like ballroom dancing and no part of it really she's like i'm fine i was like fine we'll just like <laughs> awkwardly <laughs> stand in circles and just go in circles i'm like love you to death but i wanted to like have a full-on thing i had so many ideas none of it happened dude i also had dreams of like playing the piano for her. 
Like, like Roy from The Office? Just start bedazzling her? Like, I know that you thought that I was playing hockey, but I was actually doing this. And then just start going off? Yeah. Like, something crazy. And then didn't happen. <laughs> uh, it's fine. It's fine. The whole wedding was perfect. I mean, obviously, yeah. there was a roller coaster of emotions throughout the entire event. But it was honestly way better than we expected so we did get a lot of compliments because her family also has individuals in it that are planners Hmm. for like major say like a hotel chain um and they're like you you guys from buffalo really know how to throw a party this is the second party we've been to and you guys just like throw a really good party we're like good because that's a whole intent is that your guys's family like you're in colleen's family though because it seemed like everybody was there dancing like when you go to weddings, there's always, like, the bride is out there, two of her bridesmaids, because the other four are throwing up in the bathroom, a couple of groomsmen that are trying to get some of the bridesmaids, and then, like, a random drunk uncle. But, like, for your wedding, it was everybody was out there the entire time. So is that just your fam- like your guys' family, or was it the DJ that kind of brought people out because you played the right songs and all that stuff? Yeah. It's 1,000% gotcha. DJ. Okay. And we we learned that working in the wedding industry. Sure, the yeah. DJ has way more power that they yield that you really don't anticipate. So to have a really good DJ changes the entire game. For sure. But there's an aspect of the individuals that are present, for sure. And I personally think that there was a lot of quality people over quantity. Mm-hmm. And that really helped out. But, I mean, you don't think to play shipping off to Boston right. unless it's like a recommendation from people that are super Irish that came from Boston because you don't know that as a DJ but then to acknowledge it and time it and mix it in and like do the actual art of it to bring people to the floor yeah. it wasn't dude it was a mob scene it was like a flash mob as soon as the song started there were 60 year olds running over tables to get to the dance floor I've never seen it before in my life yeah. I bruised my pinky because I was clapping so hard at the song <laughs> so most people don't know this but the day so it was Tuesday and the rental company came to pick up and tear down everything all the furniture the dance floor tables and chairs the tent the whole nine and I watched them t- remove the dance floor dude it was like in the lawn really yeah so I'm like is that because of the weight of the dance floor and he's like typically it's not this difficult to get the dance floor up and i was like sweet man so we literally we sunk the dance floor into the yard oh yeah it was amazing there's a lot of jumping stomping of the feet jumping up and down what i liked about your wedding too and maybe this is again the the dj or i don't know if you guys had any requests to the dj but you didn't play sweet caroline you didn't play don't stop believing you didn't play those old songs that everybody has at their wedding that is just like dude yeah. Come on. Correct. Nobody wants to hear this. Correct. Nobody wants, Bob, Bob. No. Come yeah. on. Yeah. We're no. not doing this. It was a rager. So we we gave him like some, obviously there's set things. Like intro, we want this song. Mm-hmm. First dances, we or any dance, yeah, we sure. need these songs. And then we're like, you know us. Mm-hmm. And we're like, do your thing. Free reign. And then he has their songs that they'll never play. One of which is the shout song by Bon Jovi because we all hate Bon Jovi yeah. ever since oh, yeah. the He's whole the Bill worst. thing. But like, um, the Cha Cha Slide was never played. Mm. Yeah, that's true. None of so those like, were yeah, like, like Cupid Shuffle. None no, of that. Because you don't need it. Song. Yeah, like you don't need it. Like you don't just need it if go you're a good rage. DJ. Correct. If you're a bad DJ, it helps get people out because like there's people like your great uncle that doesn't know how to dance and he's like, oh, this to the okay i know to go to the right now oh now i'm going to the left mm-hmm. and now i don't know what cupid shuffle means but i'll do some sort of shimmy in and stuff but you need those songs to get people out on the dance floor if you're not a good dj correct 
and they're just never played yeah. because you don't need them. Correct. So he just went all out. We had a ball. Yeah. And then it, I think it worked out well where there was the couple first songs in the beginning that any age group could dance to, and then it like there was a couple moments where it was Ratchet, which was amazing because mm-hmm. it throws everybody off, yeah. and then it brings more people. There was Whitney Houston thrown in randomly, and then and then it got to like the uh, the area specific stuff, like yeah. the Bill Shout song, shipping off to Boston, like the whole thing. But it, yeah, everything came together really well. I'm just glad you guys were there, yeah, to yeah. party with us. So, kind of going back to the street dancers because that's kind of where we went off on this tangent. Oh so, yeah, dude, I got pulled into the street performance. It was very awkward. So, <clears throat> I used to go to Boston quite a bit back when 2014, 2015. I was in Boston like five or six times because I was interviewing for a police job out there. I was going to go be law enforcement in Cape Cod. So I had to go out there one time for the physical test, one time for a personality test, one time for the actual test, like the written test itself. And then I had to go back one more time. But like I would always go to Boston, the city, when I was on Cape Cod because Cape Cod is so behind the time. They have like mini golf places going up like crazy. It's like nobody mini golfs anymore. And these places were rip roaring. Like they had the fake monkeys hanging over the putting green. It's like, dude, you're like 14 years behind because Buffalo already did this. And we're pretty far behind from the rest of the U.S. also. Very far behind. So for Cape Cod to just be catching up to us 14 years later, it's kind of like, all right, let's dial it back a little bit but so i'd always go to boston and back then i'd watch these street performers i don't know if they're the same exact guys but they were dressed the same they had this light blue teal shirt on they had like these teal purple like shorts like kind of athletic shorts i guess on and they were good back then they were flipping over people they were engaging the crowd they were very entertaining to watch and i never got pulled in now, 14 years later, or whatever it is, I keep throwing out the 14 years. It's actually eight years later. The guys got old. Like, they're old dudes. Like, they're all missing teeth. They're, the one dude had like a gimp leg. And I understand you're flipping over people all the time. But mm-hmm. maybe instead of doing this, you should do something else because you can't really walk. So I got pulled in, and he's like, Oh, you, you're tall. Come here. We're going to flip over you. I'm like, Bro, I'm not. You're like, I have health insurance, but we got to, is there a form? You know, how do I, how do I transfer liability to you guys? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So I went in there thinking I was going to get flipped over, which was fine. Just bring me out there, flip over me. Let me get back to my life. I am going to go to dinner. I'm starving right now. My stomach's gurgling, all that stuff. Starving Marvin. Yeah. So I get pulled out there and he starts making us do like all this stuff. He brings us to one side and he makes us like walk with swag to the other side, like in oh, front of sick, bro. Yeah, in front of like seventy-five people. I'm like, all right, I don't care. None of these people are going to see me anymore. What the hell's going on? You want to flip that switch, boy? Is this yeah, it's on? on. The switch is on. There it is. Nailed it. Um, so he like made us walk from one end to the other, and I'm like, all right, this is weird. And then he made us do it again, and then he made us like. I don't even know what he did, but it was like 15 minutes later that I'm still a part of this dance group. Oh, wow. And Were it, you just standing there the whole time? Yeah, because then after that, he started going around trying to collect donations to everybody. And every single time somebody would donate, he would stop the whole event and talk about, I don't know what's going on with this thing. Maybe this thing okay. is like dying or something. Uh, he would talk to everybody and be like, oh, stop, stop, stop. We got a hot donation. We got a hot donation. And then everyone, the other people would be like, how much is it? 
Randy, and he'd be like, oh, five bucks, yeah, all right, keep the show going. And then he would go to the next person, stop, 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 we got another donation. That's so annoying. How much is it? I know, and I can see, like, Gina's like, all right, guy, let's like, let's do something here. And he did that forever. Not kidding, forever. And then he got to me, and I had money in my pocket, but, like, we were going out to dinner. Like, I wasn't going to, I don't know how much we were going to spend. So he comes up to me, and he goes, how much you got? You, you want to donate? I'm like, no, bro, I don't have anything. And he's like, pat him down. I'm like, you, are you kidding me? So the dude starts patting me down and, like, got to my wallet. He's like, ah, just kidding. I'm like, oh, I would have knocked you out. (laughs) But anyway, so they brought in this, like, three-year-old girl that was no more than, like, a foot or, like, two feet tall. To be fair, I straight up would have dropped him. Right? Tell me about it. If he would have touched me, like, if he would have taken out my wallet and been like, this dude has 50s, I would have knocked him. Correct. That would not be cool. Correct. So at this point, I'm like, dude, I just want to get back. Like, I just want to go. But I couldn't, like, just do that because then they'd call me out as I'm walking down the street. I'm just like, just whatever. Who cares? So he brought in this, like, three-foot-tall girl, two-and-a-half-foot-tall girl, and the dude flipped over her. And then he brought all of us, which it was me and three other dudes. And the one dude was like an old 65-year-old guy. He was drunk, and he was hitting on like this 12-year-old girl. I'm like, dude, what are you doing, bud? And then his wife gave like hundreds of dollars to these actors, and it was just very weird. But anyway, so he made us bend over, touch our toes, and then he flipped over our back. I'm like, this is cool, but you could have done this 45 minutes ago, and it would have been just as cool. Correct. Like, it was obnoxious. Yeah. But yeah, so that was Boston. We went we went out to get food after that. It was very delicious. Um, but yeah, it, it was a good time. I, I love Boston, but just I'm not going to go to street performers again. <laughs> I'll go to the dudes that are like banging on the, the paint cans and stuff like that. Like that's pretty cool. Or like the people that spray paint. Those are sweet. But d- don't flip over me again. Yeah, they're like gypsies. I'm going to wear back in Notre Dame. I know. I'm going to wear a sign now that says like "Don't flip over me." <laughs> <laughs> that's a t-shirt. Oh yeah. Well, speaking of t-shirts, man. Boys at First Line Brewing just came out with new merch. Nice. Good merch, too. Yeah. Their stuff before was vinyl pressed, which you and I have talked about, like, vinyl pressing, and we talked with Positive Approach, who actually they use to do these shirts, too. Nice. Which is cool. Um, but we talked with Positive Approach about how vinyl pressing normally isn't, like, the best for merchandise because it doesn't let the fabric breathe at all because it's literally taping something over the top, basically. Um, but now they upgraded to this stuff. So I, it's the, the first line Bruin logo, and then on the back. Nice, their full logo. logo. Yeah, okay. which, which is really sweet. And then I got another Army green shirt uh, that has the same logo here in black. And then on the back it says Hops of Freedom, one of their beers. Nice. It's really sick. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they just came out with new merch. And I went to Mikey's Stag the other day. Oh, nice. Because he's getting married. Good. In, like, two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we went there, uh, drank a lot of beer. It's a good time. Obviously, you're going to First Line Brewing. You're going to drink a lot of beer. Correct. I had Reed's beer, the yeah. Mr. Nice. Dude, it was so good. That's amazing. It was so delicious. Yeah. It was like pineapple, thick, sour, but also a New England IPA. It was fascinating. It's a creation. Hell yeah. I don't understand how they can make all that happen. But no good idea. on them because yeah. it's good beer. Yeah. But yeah, so it was a very fun time over at First Line Brewing. And uh, go buy some of their merch because it's awesome. Yeah. Help support. Hell yeah. Good deal. So you you're done at the wedding. They picked up all the floor. They packed everything else up. What uh, happened after that? How was your drive home? How was your drive there? The drive home wasn't too bad. I ended up needing to pull over and let Kelly finish a drive because for some odd reason I was smoked after six out of the seven and a half hours it took. So Colleen took over and finished the drive, which is great. Um, so got home. 
Sam immediately put himself to bed, which was hilarious because he's got like post vacay. I don't. It's not like depression, but he's just exhausted. He's tired, man. Yeah. So You're running th- around in the sand all week. There was a lot of swimming, so he basically put himself to bed. We unpacked all that good stuff, and then uh, I ended up going to work on that Friday, which was kind of funny because there was really no need. Yeah. But either way. Did you get a lot done or no? Mm-hmm. I had to respond to like 50 emails and then do some other admin stuff. But yeah, it was it was good. Left work, swung over to Enterprise and picked up my rental car, and I picked it up early. So for me to pick it up early, they didn't have like anything on the lot because they're like, we're, we're low on inventory. So when we told you to come pick it up, it was for a reason because we're waiting on a car to come back. And I was like, all right, that makes sense. And he goes, you just trying to get on the road? And I said, yeah, it's like an eight-hour drive. He's like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to Long Island, baby. Like, I need a car. And I said, I don't care what it is. I just need your smallest four-cylinder car. It can be a coupe. I don't care what it is. Just make it work. And he's like, okay, sounds good. He's like, can you give me, like, a little bit, like, an hour or so? And I said, yeah, did I live a mile away? Give me a call when you got something in. We'll go from there. He's like, all right, sounds good. So... I get home, start doing dishes, trying to clean up, because we've only been home for like 11 hours at this point. Colleen also had to work. So all of a sudden, my phone rings. I pick it up. He's like, hey, hey, man, this guy over at Enterprise, just want to let you know I got a car in for you. Uh, Does this sound good? He's like, it's a 2021 Beamer. I'm like, sure. Like, yeah, that works. He's like, all right, it's a four series. I'm like, okay. So he's like, my guy's just finishing it up at the car wash and then he's going to drop it off. And then you can, you know, he'll basically pick you up so you don't have to worry about your car and then you can swing over and do paperwork and then we'll go. I was like, all right, sweet. Super nice of him. Really accommodating and like down to earth people at that location, which is like refreshing. Was that the airport one? Kind of. So there's, there's the airport one and then there's another one down Genesee. Oh, so it was the one down on Genesee. So I went closer to union. So I swung, swung down and he goes, all right, so I had to work the rates a little bit because there's like a $30 charge to pick it up two hours early. I'm like, whatever. So he's like, the car's right here. So I get in this thing, and it's not a four series. It's a five series spaceship, white Beamer, brand new, 11,000 miles on this thing, 2021, and I'm sitting in it, and there's bucket seats that has every potential option you could ever want. And he goes, all right, man, like, this is basically how you work it. And I was like, okay. So their, their gear shifter is nuts. Like, you have, to, um, you have to grab a side button and then flick the gear shifter into whatever you want it to do, whether oh, okay. it's reverse or drive. So you can't mistakenly do it, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And he's like, here's your cruise control. You have paddle shifters if you want to get frisky. I was like, sounds good. I was like, cruise control is all set. I figured that out. Drop and a then, gear, disappear, bud. Yeah. And then it's a six-banger. So I was like, there's going to be a lot of, there's some ponies in this thing. <laughs> so then I'm like, I'll figure out my phone stuff later. So I swing home to pack the car with all the stuff. I have a duffel bag, um, a suit bag for the wedding because mm-hmm. it's mega fans wedding. That's why I went to Long Island. And then my golf clubs and golf shoes. I'm like, all set. So I load the thing up. My mailman is dropping off my mail, and he's just looking at the car. And I was like, do you like my rental? And he's like, rental? And I was like, yeah. He goes, this is wild. He's like, does it make you want one? I'm like, no, yeah, not at all. Because I had I had a, lux- uh, a luxury car before, and I'm like, there's just too much to this. Like, I'm- And they're so expensive, man. Yeah. I'm looking at getting a new car right now, and one of the things that I look at is like your estimated yearly cost to maintain. 
BMW's always number one. Second, Mercedes. Third, Third Audi. Yeah, Audi. And then, like, it goes down. And then, like, what I want is all the way at the bottom because I don't want to deal with it, dude. Not at all. A, you need a special dealer or a special auto shop that'll work on Beamers because they're just so expensive. Yep. Same with paint. You need specific dealerships right. yeah. that are allowed to paint the actual paint for the car if anything happens. It's wild. So, anyways, so he's laughing about it. I'm like, I'm all set. Sink my phone. Forget all the other devices so I don't have to worry about that issue. Mm-hmm. And then... I start driving. So I'm on the throughway, set cruise control, 72 miles an hour. Everything's fine. I get to Syracuse, wants me to get off. And I'm like, okay. So I look at the overall route and Going they're like, Binghamton and then cut over. They're like, this is faster because there's, um, they're like, there's still some tolls or whatever, but there's less tolls and then there's construction up ahead. So we'll skip it. This is basically what Google said. So I looked at it and I was like, oh, screw it. Why not? So I take the route and then all of a sudden I'm in Pennsylvania. What? Out of nowhere. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> so I like pull up my phone and I'm looking and I'm like, oh, dude, this made me go straight south from Syracuse. Not even close to Binghamton. Like you cut through Binghamton kind of yeah, yeah. and then you keep going south. I'm like, this is nuts. And then you cut across and go east through Pennsylvania, through New Jersey, and then you take the bridge. Okay. So I'm like, okay, never took this route ever before. I thought it was going to be straight 90 the whole way, which was nuts because... The Thursday before leaving on that Friday, I just drove back from Maine. Right. So I'm like, this is going to be super boring. There's so many miles. Like, whatever. It's fine. You know, God bless to my back. <laughs> so I'm in Pennsylvania, and then all of a sudden, the lawlessness of these human beings <laughs> ramp up. I've never <laughs> experienced it in my life. Dude, they're pushing me, and I'm going 75 and a 50, and they're like, figure it out, guy. Like, go or move. Go or move. And I'm like... What do you want me to do? Like, I'm going 20, 20 plus miles an hour over the speed limit. In Mexico. Yeah, I'm like, you people are insane. So I, like, get over, and they're just blowing my doors off. I'm like, this is nuts. So then you start to feel invincible, because then you realize there's no one out here. Right. So if the locals are going 90, you go 90, because right, yeah. they know where the cops are. So I'm like, God bless. So I start ripping. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm watching the Google time, and it's just, like, trickling down, down. I'm like, yeah, baby, it's a race. I'm like, this is it. Fast 9 just came out. We're going. We're going full send. So I'm getting all juiced up. And then as soon as I'm about to enter New Jersey, I look over, and I see this giant black spot on the side of the road. And I'm like, what is that? And I'm looking at it, and all of a sudden, there's Black Bear Roadkill in Pennsylvania right before I enter New Jersey. And I'm sitting there fascinated i'm like holy hell like that seriously like (laughs) what hit that thing and there's blood everywhere all over the right lane the shoulder the guardrail and then there he is like only you can prevent forest fires cousin (laughs) is sitting there did you take the head staring at me no but i almost stopped it that was what mega fan said he's like go get a pelt i'm like (laughs) what is this red dead redemption (laughs) like this is nuts So I, you know, blow by it, text Colleen with the voice thing. I'm like, there's Black Bear Roadkill in Pennsylvania. She's like, where are you? I'm like, I don't know. I'm following the majestic blue line. So I'm cruising and in New Jersey, and then it just ramps up a little bit more, and these people in New Jersey are just out of their mind driving. They're going from, like, the first lane to the third lane to the second, back to the third, all the way back to the first. I'm like, Gee, okay. It's like Gotham. So then, it's like Gotham. <laughs> so then I finally get to the George Washington Bridge. Now, 
You know how there's some disparity between upstate and downstate yeah. in the state of New York? where every, Nobody knows what it is. So for those that don't live in New York, if you live in downstate New York, like Big Apple, uh, Five Boroughs, Long Island, all that, anything above you in the state is considered upstate. They don't realize that there's central New York, the capital region, upstate, the real upstate, western New York, which is like Rochester to us and Buffalo, the whole nine, they don't get it. Everything is upstate to them because they're so far south. Mm-hmm. So I got to the George Washington Bridge, which, great name. You know, what else would you oh, call that? Absolutely. Also, no easy pass in the car at all. They're like, you just drive through it, and then we charge the card. I'm like, oh, oh this okay. is this is what Enterprise does now? So it's just like the state goes, nah, it's a rental. We'll just charge the card that's assigned to that license plate. Like, it's nuts. So they fine Enterprise, and the Enterprise charges your card what the total is for tolls. That's how it works now. Gotcha. Also... They scan your in, uh, your auto insurance policy for the insurance used for the rental, so it's on you as the driver. It's no longer on Enterprise. Oh, you know how you used that to sucks. they're like, "Hey, do you want rental insurance?" Yeah. That doesn't exist. It's like, no, this literally just goes on your auto policy. I'm like, oh, okay. So I actually like cared. Yeah, right. I'm like, this is nuts. So George Washington Bridge, looking around, you know, I felt like Macaulay Culkin. I'm like, this is nuts. Like, there's, there it is. Like, you see the skyline, and that was the first time I felt like a hick. You go out the hotel doors and you make a right. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm driving, and you go from like ten lanes to three to get on the George Washington Bridge. Yeah. So obviously it's a cluster beyond all imagine. So I'm driving, you know, this car that I have absolutely <laughs> no reason to be in, no business being yeah, in it at all. Nothing. It's a 2021 <laughs> five series. I'm like, no, this is too much. So I'm driving this thing all terrified. Of course, everything's under construction. Hmm. Potholes all over the place. So I'm like worried about blowing out rims. I'm like, sure. this is nuts. So I'm avoiding everything. Cross the George Washington Bridge, and then it all occurs. The absolute insanity of downstate through the the LIE, which is the Long Island Expressway. That was the first time I've ever seen the most erratic absolute disregard for speed limits in my entire <laughs> life it's 50 to 55 miles an hour on the L- uh, lie and these people are legitimately going 90 and they're weaving all over the place it was literally like gotham was on fire and we're just like doesn't matter we're gonna full full send we're just gonna send it they have a hov lane or a hove lane or a hove lane. lane yeah yeah that thing so two or more people in your car can take this special lane for those that are carpooling and skip out on the other traffic. Well, the other traffic is going faster than that specific lane. So we're all going 90 on this thing. And then I see this one guy pass me in the HOV lane. And you're not supposed to cross the barrier, like, at all. And this guy literally goes from the HOV lane all the way over across the LIE. And then... So... That's if I had to like number the lanes, he goes from like the HOV lane is one all the way across to the fourth lane because there's three lanes of our traffic, the normal people traffic. And then so one to four, four to two stays there, recrosses over into the HOV and then goes to three and then back to four and then back to two going like 95 miles an hour in his BMW. There's like AMGs all over the place. I'm like, this is just insane. So did so, you feel like you fit in because you had a Beamer? No. <laughs> no, I was terrified. I Dude, I didn't even know how to lock the car because the, the fob made no sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what is, what is happening? So <laughs> I'm like, you know, mega fan, you got to get me to wherever I got to go. Right. So he redirects me to the bar. Thank God. So I get off the LIE. <laughs> 
pull into his bar called Shenanigans, free shout out, and it's an Irish oh, pub. Oh, sweet. So then I'm sitting there in Clemson shorts and a, a cutoff tee, and this woman at the bar sees my shorts and says, you know, is, are those Clemson shorts? And I said, yeah. And she goes, you, you know Clemson? I said, yeah, I have family that lives in Honey a Path. Like, they, they graduated from, from BHP, and they're from, you know, Belton. And she lost her mind, lost her mind, because she's from Belton. And Belton's population is 4,000 total people. Oh, really? So for me to say that, she, like, literally turned white, thought I killed her. <laughs> and she's looking at me like, oh, my God. And she, like, smacks her boyfriend of, like, three, four years. And she's like, did you hear him? Did you hear him? I'm like, what has happened? So I'm like, grab Megafan. I'm like, can you help me? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Nuts. So then her and I talked about South Carolina Hostile for a while. situation. Yeah. Her and I talk about South Carolina for a while. And then we all leave the bar. Wake up the next day for the wedding. Go golfing. It was a par three course. Hysterical. Absolutely hilarious the whole time. The furthest hole was 100, 100 yards. And we're like, should we get a cart? So... <laughs> So we, we play golf, so many inside jokes, we'll talk off air, and then then uh, we get a bacon, egg, and cheese, all one word. Absolutely. It's a glorified breakfast sandwich, for those that don't know, on an everything bagel. However, it's the greatest concoction in the world that does not, does not sit well in your stomach. Oh, no. It's a, it's a rock that just drops into your stomach, and it's like... Slowly digest me. It's all you need for the entire day. You'll be fine. And it's so good you can't stop eating it. Where so, do they where'd you get it from? One of his buddies picked it up oh, and he's okay. a local, gotcha. so we knew. So yeah. it was a uh, bacon, egg, and cheese, all one word, with hash, everything bagel, and salt and pepper. No ketchup. Bomb. Yeah. So good. Then I got a frappuccino for the first time in probably two years. I, I forgot how unhealthy they were. Oh, my God, yeah. So good, dude. It you was a surprise many, frat, bro. You know surprise. how many calories are in, like, the Oreo Frappuccinos that Tim Orange releases? Yeah. It's, it's disgusting. It's, like, 2,500 calories yeah. per frat. Perfect. So she's like, what do you want? And Long Island's wild because <laughs> these people these people in Long Island, like, first of all, they're New Yorkers, so they love Long Island. Everything's Long Island pride. Like, it's, it's a thing. They're super nice. Very, very hospital people, right? However, they all say the same, like, hey, how you doing? No mm-hmm. one cares no. really how you're doing at all. It's a Absolutely. rhetorical question. Don't ask. So she's <laughs> don't looking answer. at me. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> kind of both. You know, yeah. like, don't, don't waste my time. Just shut up and live your life. So she looks at me and she's like, what do you want? And I'm like, ah, uh, ah, uh, because there's so many options. I've never been there before. I'm like, this place is sweet. I'm trying to like look around. And one of the other locals that's friends with Megafan, he basically ordered for me, and I was like, okay, good. So it's a surprise frap. Had no clue. So, so I get this thing. Of course, it had to be a large because uh, – oh, I'm sorry, large. So take a sip, and I'm like, I'm getting like strawberry, like trying to guess it. And she's like, it's a rainbow cookie. I'm like, okay, first of all, that's the greatest thing someone's ever said to me <laughs> in like multiple months. And then secondly, like I forgot the whole like Pride Month thing. So yeah, like yeah. That, that made a ton of sense. Like it all started to click. I was like, perfect. So crushed it. Said – Dude, it was so good, the surprise frap. And then the wedding had Italian food, had a blast, danced, made friends. They danced before dinner there, right? They So they split up their wedding. So they, like, dance. Then they have the introductions. Then they dance. Then they have food. Like, dude, the ceremony was at 5.30 p.m. They didn't cut the cake until 9.15. Yeah. 
We went to a Long Island wedding too, and it's the same thing. So it's a Long Island thing. Oh yeah, it's just a downstate. That's how they. That's yeah. that's what they do down there. That's so cool. They just break everything's broken up into segments, and then they dance in between. So it has to help your digestive, break. right? Your I, digestive I, system I don't because know what's you're, going on. you're working all the food through the system. Yeah, it was uh, it was wild. So the whole thing was at Mega Fan's house, dude. He built this huge bar off his awning, like it's amazing. Yeah. So, you know my awning in the backyard? Mm-hmm. Okay, blow all the walls out, and then the bar is where the concrete pad ends. Sure. It's the whole thing. And then it supports the awning. It, oh, cool. It's wild. So then he's got that. There's an in-ground pool. I'm like, dude, we're in Long Island. Like, what is going on? <laughs> and then you, you you realize all of, like, you're always surrounded by water, sure, but there's so it's a huge suburb. Mm-hmm. So there's strip plazas everywhere and strip malls, and then there's trees everywhere. There's, like, woods baseball fields so i'm like this is not like not stereotypical what you would think when right. you think downstate it's crazy long island's actually really cool mm-hmm. um so yeah just a really really good time and then i drove home and then finally like put my bags down stole a hat from the photo booth may or may not have happened it's an indiana jones hat <laughs> it's amazing so yeah just a really good time food was awesome Hos- um the hospitality was bar none but yeah just that's cool. Just I'm nuts. glad you had fun. Not now you're back to reality. Yeah, now I'm back to reality, and we got to grind. So we have yeah, like we multiple interviews coming up. People are reaching out to us saying like, "Hey, you got to interview these people," which is great. So cocktail post coming out soon. We got to update the calendar every three seconds. It's nuts. So then we got the Fourth of July coming up. It's a busy week. Yeah, what are you doing? Because last time I talked to you 14 days ago, you just didn't know. I have a party every day. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, there's, cool. There's a, a different party for a different person. So that's fun, though, right? Yeah, yeah. It's all like family stuff, which is good. Yeah. But a couple friends or whatever. But yeah, it's nuts. So, what do you got? Same thing. We're Gina's friends that we stayed with in Indiana are coming in. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are they staying here? No. They're, they're staying. They're stay, they have family here, so they're going to stay with their family. Mm, mm, uh, and mm. then, so they're going to come here. I, I think on Friday. Um, and then we're going to go to his parents' house on the 4th because they do, like, a crazy fireworks display. They've been doing Sweet. it for years, and they just, like, go all out. So we'll go there. We'll chill there for a little bit. I'm pretty sure. I I was half listening to Gino when she was telling me this, so I'm not 100% sure of the plan. It says every man ever. <laughs> right. I was half listening to my wife. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes. But it's going to be fun. I mean, the 4th is always fun. It's just it's stressful to figure out plans sometimes. Yeah. Because you feel like you have to do something. Well, to celebrate America. Exactly. It's the one of the greatest holidays the we have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it is the greatest country in the world. So, I have to say, I finally accomplished my goal, Derek. What was that? I made you cry. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> so, I was a wreck. Uh, it, was, it was emotional, but things were fine. Everything was fine. So, it was a really, really good time. Yeah. It was a blast. But... Yeah, my sister and I had our uh, had our dance at my wedding. Derek witnessed it. Not a dry eye in the tent. Not at all. And uh, I finally accomplished my goal of making you cry. So I mean, it's really not that hard. Ask. It's really not like I. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna try my hardest not to cry on camera, ever. But I have a feeling it's going to happen eventually because we're gonna make some monumental steps and it's going to be hard to have other people talk to us on camera and not have that happen 
It's just going to happen. But yes, your wedding, every, there was not a dry eye in the house. It was very relatable to my situation. So it just spiraled to like, it was difficult. It was, I couldn't, I obviously didn't do a very good job of holding it in because it just came out. So, Dude, you came over and you looked at me and I'm like, really you? I yeah. got you? Like yeah. how? I didn't. There's no way you're a rock, dude. You're a stone wall. Like, really? doesn't make- I'm surprised that you think that way, dude. You're like, I have a leaky foundation on my house just like I have a leaky foundation <laughs> in my tear ducts. You're like, nothing but water everywhere. Stress and sadness, or I'm sorry, stress. How do I put this? Seeing people happy and proud of an accomplishment and seeing people cry make me cry. So accomplishments make me cry more than sad situations. Your situation was different because it was so relatable to me that it re- like seeing everyone cry, having that relatable situation, and having it related to me destroyed me. But like sad things in movies, sad things, and that that doesn't get to me. It's more like, oh my god, I finally accomplished my dream, and this is how I like that type of motivational and knowing how much work they put in to meet a goal and having them cry at the end of it because it's just a sigh of relief. That's what gets to me. I cry more. So, for example, you get married. I'm emotional for you guys and the love that I have for you both. Mm-hmm. But then seeing your parents cry because they're so happy and proud of right. you guys, that's what will just destroy me. Oh, sure. But yeah, but yeah. So, but like, even Golden Buzzer stuff on America's Got Talent. I know, dude. Like, that gets me because dude. I'm just so happy for them mm-hmm. that they finally accomplished their dream. And I'm just like, why am I crying? I know these people for three minutes, and it's a cut <laughs> clip of their accomplishment, and I'm tearing up. I don't understand what's going it's on. It's the ridiculous music they got in the back. <laughs> I'm telling you, because then that they, they edit it, and then there's the yeah. lighting, and then it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're looking at your phone, and then your phone falls on your face. Yeah. You're like, I don't even care. I don't even care. <laughs> and then you, and then you go right back to it, and you're just like, I'm just trying to be in the moment. Yeah, it's a disaster. Homecoming videos do the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, like someone who's paralyzed walks on graduation day. Yeah. So I was listening to this podcast, and they reached a thousand episodes, and it's a it's a fantasy football podcast. And throughout throughout that whole episode, they had like NFL players calling and congratulating them because they're such an influence in the fantasy football community that they've formed these relationships with NFL players. So NFL players were calling in, like I was like, oh, that's sweet, that's really cool. Coaches were calling in, best friends, other people in the industry were calling in, and all that stuff. And I'm like, this is awesome. And then at the end, their wives came in after hours and filmed around the table and started like saying, I'm so proud of these guys. Like it's all this stuff. And I started like, Jesus, man, wh- again, why am I, why am I tearing up for this? It doesn't make any sense. But at that moment, I'm like, it's their whole life coming into like perspective. This, yeah, in like. Not a finale because it's not there, but it's a huge milestone that they never thought they'd get to. That if something like that ever happened with us, I wouldn't be able to be on camera at all because I would literally lose my mind. I wouldn't be able to do it. You know there's fans that are already planning stuff. I hope so. Speaking of which, we have 100th episode coming up. What are we going to do? This, this is, is what we always years, do. We dude. literally have no clue about what we're going to do, and then we just. <laughs> but do we have something. to do something big. So that being said, obviously it's our hundredth episode coming up. If you guys have any ideas or any wishes that you want us to do for our hundredth episode, it doesn't have to be anything monumental, but something big. For our fifty-second episode, we did a recap where Mike and I 
went and watched our first episode ever, and it was the cringiest thing in the entire world. I mean, obviously there'll be a post because that's our two-year episode. Uh, there'll be a post about where we've come and that we've built this entire studio, and it's just going to be like mind-blowing that we, for some reason, deciding to start on a folding table was a good idea. It was never <laughs> going to be a good idea. It's all we had, dude. I know, I know, really. But so for our 50th episode, we did a taste. No. Was it a taste test? For our 50th? Yeah. No. No, 50th was Ron Swanson. We had the steaks. Yes. yes. So our 100th, we're going to have to do something exciting, but not... It's got to be relevant to us. Yeah. So if you have any ideas, let us know in the comments below because we are open to suggestions. And this is the 93rd episode that we have right now. So we don't really have that much longer until that 100th episode. I'm sure. We'll, well, I mean, we're actually starting to get like feedback and comments and yeah. stuff. So that's really cool. So please keep doing that because yeah. the, the YouTube interaction is hysterical nine times out of ten. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, so one other thing that I wanted to talk about today, and it's kind of off topic, but did you see that Fantasy Island got a new owner? Yeah, that's that's a couple weeks old. I didn't know. I didn't see that until today. I saw a Buffalo News article that came out today that said that. Yeah. And I couldn't click on the link because you got to pay like ninety nine cents to be a member. Of yeah, Buffalo you got to subscribe. Buffalo News to is the joke it. anyway. Correct. So I'm like, I'm not going to subscribe to this just to read an article about something that I kind of moderately care about. Right. But what do you think about amusement parks in general? They're amazing. However, Fantasy Island is not amazing. But when was the last time you went to Darien Lake? I think we've talked about this. We before, did. But we did. I I don't see a situation where. Even something outside of Fantasy Island would go up, and I'd be like, I should go check that out. Well, you would if you had kids. Sure. I don't know if I can handle roller coasters anymore. Like you, you're, you're fine. Be an athlete. Like, I would maybe throw up. Like, Over I don't, what? Like, the motion. Like, I don't know if my body can handle it, because I haven't done anything like that in so long. When was the last time you were on a roller coaster? Oh, it's been years. Yeah. But I love them. I'll never get sick of I them. I love them, too, but I don't know if my body remembers to love it here's what we'll like, do what if you went on one of those ufo things that started spinning you around oh, a million- I, I hated those as a kid <laughs> i hated those as a kid because then some einstein decided to make him like move so the oh, seats yeah. go up and down like what is wrong with and you? then it would go like it would spin this way and then it would start going vertically so you're, yeah you're going yeah. all oh, yeah. over and the it's place like, oh yeah and then some carney put it together <laughs> perfect how is that not an osha violation Seriously, like, what do they have to follow? Rules, regulations, and guidelines. We couldn't use an impact gun to do something into the cement because it wasn't OSHA certified, and that is. Right. What the hell's going on there? Yeah, it's a disaster. But I think everything would change if you had kids, because then you can make, sure. like, a yearly trip or, like, a fun weekend. They have different kids' events, and it's just something different to do with your kids because you as a parent do get bored of, and, you know, you have trouble coming up with ideas yeah. of what to do. You know? Yeah, that's but true. Luckily, Buffalo is booming, so there are outlets. However, you can only do so much. <laughs> do you want more? No. Yeah, so for everybody listening that is a little bit confused because we haven't talked about this yet and we're not going to talk about it, kind of shocker, we are now taking the Wednesday Whiskey Reviews out of these weekly episodes because we have found out through conversations with people who are in constant communication with us to give us feedback. We love feedback, even if it's constructive. We want to continue to grow this podcast to something that's enjoyable for you guys because chances are if it's enjoyable for you, it's going to be enjoyable for strangers that don't know us. And if it's not enjoyable for you, people aren't going to like it outside of our friend group. So that being said, we've had a couple of conversations where the Wednesday Whiskey Review posts have been somewhat repetitive because you not only hear it in the Wednesday Whiskey section – 
but also in our weekly episode. So we've decided to take it completely out of this episode and film it in a different scene. We're actually going to be shooting over here to my right and Mike's left to discuss the Wednesday Whisker Review in front of the chalkboard because I moved it from behind me and really make it more of an engaging experience rather than just another section of our show. Our show is going to continue to be unscripted, or if we want to include more scripted topics, like our segment miniseries that we used to do uh, a few months ago, we'll do that. But we want to take the whiskey section out of it to, again, separate us from being a whiskey podcast to be a local podcast, but that rates whiskey. So it's kind of that dynamic that we wanted to continue to further do and also not make it repetitive for the people that watch Wednesday and Monday. Case in point, watch everything, please. Yeah, really. We appreciate it. We put out a lot of content. <clears throat> Too much. I, I we've think di- so. we've, we've discussed it a lot, but there's. We don't want to saturate your social media feeds, and then we also don't want to saturate your YouTube feed with consistent uploads where you literally have to schedule time out of your day. Um, we just want to kind of keep it consistent and then post it so that you can enjoy it as it goes out. Um, but there's there's. Two sides to the coin, right? We're trying to grow this, so we want to put content out, but then we also want to make it enjoyable for you guys. So there's the the fun, interactive, like friends and family portion of it, but then there's also the business side of it where we have to do things a certain way to make sure it reaches the most amount of people. That's why we're across the board with social media platforms, including the China TikTok, and we're doing things to kind of get us out there. Um, but again, nothing beats you guys sharing it, you guys commenting, and then you guys being a part of our journey because your feedback literally directly impacts right. how we do this. And we want it to be fun for you. We're upgrading our equipment all the time to make sure that we're making things more enjoyable so that it looks better on your TVs and that you're getting the best bang for your time. Yeah. Because again, we are not getting paid. Speaking of moments that will cry, Whenever in the next 45 years we get a 25 cent check from the YouTubes, I think we're going to cry. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it's just going to be that culmination of everything, all of our hard work coming together. And it meant that we finally reached 1,000 subscribers. Correct, which is still so far away. So please subscribe if you are not subscribed. <laughs> um, our, our friends over at Eddie's just received an incredible award, too, which we should probably talk about. Yeah, go ahead. They received, through the Buffalo Spree, which is a, a very credible uh, outlet here in Buffalo, the best liquor, best large liquor store in Western New York, which is huge. It's huge, because if you think of some of the conglomerates that are here, they don't... Eddie's is a small liquor... Like, they're, they're a large liquor owned. store, but they're such... Yeah, they're family-owned, and they have... Like, they just do things so amazingly that it's great to see them be... Recognized because, especially because they've had issues with some of the larger liquor stores. So seeing that, it's just it's incredible. Which I think is good because that means you're doing something right. Right. You know, kind of like big tech. If big tech kind of attacks you, you must be doing something right in some regards. So, yeah, I we're thrilled. We love working with Addies. Mm -hmm. Their selection is great, which is huge for us because then we're able to continue pumping out a ton of content. But then also, they're just a really, really good family to work with. Yeah, and. In that, it allows us to grow with them, which is sweet, because obviously they're on a different tier than we are, but they're incorporating us in ways that we never imagined, we never thought possible. We're allowed to, you know, I mean, literally, we text, we call, we email, 
we coordinate, and then everything just flows organically, mm-hmm. and that entire relationship we're beyond grateful for because we never imagined that that would happen ever. Mm-hmm. So we're we're fired up for you guys to win that award, absolutely, but then we're also fired up for the work that we all know is going to happen just because we're friends and we agree on everything, and, I mean, great minds think alike, and it's really cool to have that relationship. So cheers to your continued success, and we're looking forward to in any way we can further help you guys by all means. So today I was thinking of, I was doing some work off of editing to look at different ways that we can improve the podcast in the future. And I'm talking future, 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 and I'm not going to reveal anything that I'm thinking of, but it got me thinking of what we call our listeners. Yeah. Because everybody has a name for their their listeners. listeners. So what about like, the happy hour crew. Like, it's simple. It's kind of like, well, yeah, but like happy hour goers, like this doesn't make any sense. And it has to relate to our whole thing. What about just like the crew? Yeah, the crew, and then they can be a crew member. Yeah. And they're a part of the crew. That's what I'm thinking. Let us know in the comments below again. Do you like that name? We're open to changing it, but that's just what I was typing up if some things, and I'm like, this makes sense. Yeah, like if you have suggestions, let us know, which I'm sure somebody has an idea, but... Again, we're game. Literally, the things you say can and or do directly impact how we do this. But it's this whole thing is great. We have mega fans. We have friends, which we say all the time in our social media posts. Mm -hmm. Um, People we work with are like the boys. So, or gals, just because we do work with all the genders. I mean, I feel like boys in general, like that term is kind of like guys. Like, it doesn't, I yeah, mean, it does then, have a gender associated with it, but it's not like implied. Like, if I say, hey guys, what's going on? Like, that doesn't mean only the men, what's up? Well, right. It means like everybody. And, and the same thing is like, what's up, boys? Well, boys is a little bit more direct, but. Well, that, but it's also less. So, guys is a little more professional. Yeah. Excuse me. If you're talking in that generalized term with like, hey, the guy's over at, mm-hmm. and then you state the business name opposed to our boys or the boys over at. Yeah. It just, I don't know, it just kind of reads differently, but either way, so there's that. But let us know if you think, like, crew member for Happy Hour Crew is something that you're into. If not, be blunt. We don't care. We have thick skin, but I don't know. Ideas. Just spitballing over here. With the Happy Hour Crew. I think that'd be cool. Put it on a shirt or something. Yeah. And once we get to that point, people can start, you know, getting a little... Getting a little frisky? Hell yeah. Yeah, we'll make it work. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining. This has been episode 93 of the Buffalo Happy Hour Podcast. If you are interested in the Wednesday whiskey review that we did with Kamiki Japanese Whiskey, check it out on last Wednesday. Uh, Again, these are not going to be in the weekly episodes anymore, so if that is something that interests you, make sure you do watch the Wednesday section. We talk about the rating and we talk about the history all in one and include the final rating, which was a feedback, too, on one of our videos that they were like, where do we get the final rating? I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, that's kind of challenging. So this is a better way to do everything. So thank you again. If you are interested in a bottle of our bourbon, we've sold 75 of them. Isn't that insane? Which is ridiculous. Out the of day 120. That we, the day that we posted that, we blew. Like, it, yeah, it boomed. It boomed, dude. Yeah. It was shocking, the response for that. So at the time recording this, we've sold 75. Get in soon because they're going to be gone. There's no way about that, that they're not going to. We've had discussions with Addies about doing events that could take up 50 bottles. We can't even do that anymore. Like, we've sold so much that we can't even, we have to 
peel that back. Which I think is honestly fine. I'd re- like we Absolutely, discussed, 100%. definitely have the demand up front. We know they're sold. It's great from a business standpoint, but then also it makes people want to get in on the second one because I'm going to be honest, it is very rare to go down the spreadsheet and see somebody buying one bottle. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants two. They want to drink one, save one, mm-hmm. and or they want to gift some. So they're buying three, four bottles. It's uncapped. I mean, yeah. if somebody showed up and said, I'm buying 120 bottles, it'd be like, okay, maybe save some. You know, like, take... One for uh, us. <laughs> yeah, like, take 116 <laughs> so we can get four. Yeah. But, like, math. But, <laughs> like, something, you know? But it generally speaking, most people are buying anywhere from one to five bottles. Yeah. So it's, it's nuts and it's going quick because it's only 120 bottles. It's limited release. The support is ridiculous, and we're so grateful for it. So thank you. Absolutely thank you. But, yeah, I mean, we're fired up. So yeah. let us know. This is not going to be the last one. In regards to the But it specific, will always be the first. Yes, but it will always be the huge. first. And regarding the blend, I don't know if we're going to do it again. There's mm-hmm. a lot of outside factors that come into that decision um, based on supply and, and actually coming up with the product to make it. So, again, it is the first. It's 120 bottles, limited release, single barrel with record we have our own label it's epic and let us know if you want one uh drop a comment dm email if you're super close and you're you're inside of our bubble uh shoot a text or phone call let us know and then we'll add you to our pre-order spreadsheet that we have it's a shared google doc which thank god for technology because that literally changes the game right and uh and yeah we're fired up so this is it make sure you like comment subscribe we appreciate all of you Follow our Instagram at Buffalo Happy Hour 12. Follow our Facebook at Buffalo Happy Hour. And follow our TikTok at Buffalo Happy Hour. We post cocktail posts. We post the Wednesday whiskey reviews. And also just us doing stupid things. So go follow those platforms. We'd really appreciate it. And you can be notified of every time that we're uploading. Mike, I am so happy that you and Colleen finally got to be married. It is now so much stress taken off your plate. I am, I'm very happy for you guys. And now you can just enjoy being married. That's and not have to worry about in a year you have to do this again. So congratulations to both of you. I love both of you. Thank Everybody, you. thank you again for joining this. been episode 93. Please remember to drink responsibly, be a good person. And Michael. Do not litter. We're out. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.